0: I call the shots, I never call it quits Trust my intuition, bet it's right and bitch it often is Seen too many others come and go, they had the wrong intent Do it out of love and never for it, then I watch it get Bigger than expected, don't no second guess it, I let it set it It's God's plan, we out here only accepting blessings I'm stuck with it, this mindset is terminal and In and out different terminals, leveling up is personal made it, y'all can miss me. I my ass, tell pinch me. Hard to believe I made something from nothing No discussions, i been writing, I
1: love Welcome to the 3Gig Sports Podcast Where we are never wrong, just sometimes misinformed Danny G and Jim are in the house tonight And uh, what's up baby, you just pounding caffeine over there?
0: Yeah, trying to get it live a little bit Yeah,
1: <laughs> Jim has been under the weather The last few days at least yeah. you're out and about now.
0: A little bit. I uh, kind of maybe overdid it. Now I'm going to be ready to go back home and go back to bed.
1: Go back to bed for a couple of yeah. man. But well,
0: for the love of the game.
1: That's right, buddy. That's right. Yep. What else is going on?
0: Uh, you want to just roll right into it? Is that where you're getting at or just special stuff? Nothing else going on special. Nothing crazy. I don't think so. Am I missing something that you're supposed to remind me? No, no. Okay. Nothing nothing too exciting over oh, here. Oh, my either. son. My son's going to wrestling right now because <laughs> he feels like he's got pressured into it and blah, blah, blah. It'll be better for his football. And I'm not saying it isn't, but my son has very bad knees. He was unfortunately bust with his mom's and they're not good. So we'll see. This dude is going to be crying when he gets old. I'm <laughs> like, we've told you not to. Yeah, wrestling
1: conditioning especially is a different beast. There's now. other
0: stuff you can do to get yourself prepared. You can prepare yourself for football in different ways. Doesn't have to be wrestling. Wrestling is a great thing for it, but there's other things you can do. But we're gonna have to listen to the whining, that's for sure.
1: A hundred percent, man.
0: Yeah, that or ibuprofen is about to be his best friend.
1: Might have to live off it. All right. Just just an IV of ibuprofen, no big deal. All right. Well, let's kick it off, man. We got what do we gotta talk about today. We got news and notes. We've got scores from this past week, and there were a few games that really surprised us. Uh, but we also picked a couple upsets that were money in the bank as yeah. well. So what's up, man?
0: Uh, let's do a little recap of the crazy UFC 280 card main card. Uh, my man Danny G got it over here at his house. We watched it. Uh, there were some su- there were some surprises. Not because um, not because Vegas said they were surprised. Because how we how we perceived what they were how they were gonna go, we were surprised, right? Yeah. Let's go ahead and touch on the one that you probably didn't want to, and that's O'Malley and Yan. Yep. So, <laughs> now I'm gonna be the first one to concede to to this man that this should have been a draw or um, or a slight win for Jan, right? This was a close fight. And Danny has to go ahead and, and concede what about O'Malley though? What did yeah
1: you... definitely give him credit, man. It was a hell of a fight. He showed me a lot more than I've seen from him. Um, it was a great fight. I think it was really fun to watch. And it it was close. Mm. It, it was a close fight. It was. But there isn't anybody with a uh, with eyes that I thought that he actually won the fight though. Right. The, there the... were a lot of UFC tweets and stuff like that where like guys draw like, what? or they can draw best. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Could you make the argument that maybe they were looking at the, that the ref should have called the fight though too? Cause that, the eye was gushing and your man was covering it pretty damn well.
1: Yeah, I mean, as long, every,
0: as long as he could see. Well, that's well, I mean, game. he'd even like try to like every time he tried to go take a look, Jan, a very intelligent fighter will park his eye right on the shoulder or right on the back of O'Malley and kind of like stop it too. Yeah. That's Do you true. think that would have played? I'm not saying it should. Do you think it could have played anything into that decision? Cause and, I'm with you, cause I think Jan won the first round. Is that what we were talking about? Jan won the first, yeah. um, but we but we were thinking split in the split in the second. The iffy. Yeah, and,
1: it was. I think the first round was all right. So first round was close. Second round, Jan won. For okay, sure. that's what it was. And then third round was pretty close.
0: And then third, but third round was O'Malley, and then Jan came storming back, right? Right, with like, the takedowns. Yeah, and that, takedowns yeah. and he found to re-energize. So actually it was O'Malley, clearly in the third. And then Jan, like, I don't know, something like lit a fire under his ass, and he just,
1: Yeah, I I mean, I gotta be honest, though. I have been, you know, I've had the utmost respect for Peter Jan for the last, you know, few years. Mm -hmm. And it seems like he's fighting down to everybody. Like, I did not expect it to be that close of a fight. So the fact that he lost, he shouldn't have. But the fact that he even left it in their hands to decide, that's his own fault, man. He should have won this fight, or maybe not. Maybe that's where we're at now, and Jan isn't that great anymore. I don't know. Mm. I still think he's a very talented, very strong fighter, but, man, it, it shouldn't have been that close. It, well,
0: I mean, for how many times he took him down, how come he just didn't dominate him the whole time,
1: yeah. right? Yeah.
0: I'm going to go ahead and put this out there. From what I saw from O'Malley is O'Malley is better than Conor McGregor. Today. No, at any point in his career. Oh, my God. No. No, it's not Hold true. on. Hold on. Hear me out. I'm talking about all-around fighting. I'm not talking about anything else. Just all-around fighting. What was it? When Connor goes down, Connor loses. O'Malley went down oh. five times in this match, and, and it's not, he found it's a way. It's the
1: case. That was the case, especially towards the end. He was able to get out. He's not, like, successful on the ground, but he could get out before.
0: He's not a who, great wrestler, no great jujitsu. nothing who, like who's that. Who's that, McGregor? Yeah. I know. I've watched, like, almost all of his fights up right. until – His early on, those people were early on in their career, too. I'm talking about when he when he started facing legit competition. You already said Peter Yan is legit competition, right? So this dude got taken down by a dude that knows how to go, knows how to grapple on the ground. O'Malley did not look like he wants to take anyone to the ground. He's not a ground guy, but he's able to get out of there. And there's a few that you even dropped your jaw. You're like, how in the hell? He spun out of one, like what? And then Early he folded, the fight, he fold, yeah. he folded himself in half in one to get to get himself out. I'm telling you, all around he's he's better. Like a showman, though, that's still Connor. Mm-hmm. Connor probably still has more of a knockout punch. I'm just saying, all around, when Connor goes to the ground, Connor's done. That's where I fear for him losing the match every time. Yeah. And he doesn't come out of those. Though so he's basically, as a Connor fan, I would always do one of these. I'd throw my arm, my I'd throw my hands together, and just hope that the bell would save him. Because how many times have you ever seen him dig out of that after he got taken down without a bell? Yeah.
1: I like the ground. The, I mean, I still didn't see much. He got out of it. Connor has gotten out of stuff in the past. And Conor's not a great fighter now, so Sugar <laughs> okay. is better than him now. But I think we'll disagree on this one. Connor's power, if we were doing like Madden ratings for this, his mm-hmm. power would elevate his overall way more than the little bit of – Maybe ground game that Sean O'Malley has.
0: Then I should say that I feel more confident hit O'Malley going against any type of fighter than I do Conor McGregor going against any type of fighter. I Gotcha. If it's a stand and bang, trust Conor more. Right. Yep. I agree on that. Thousand percent. Yeah. I get you. I get. What all, you all around, I feel more comfortable if I had to place money on the two. And it's like you're going against a wrestler. <clears throat> from what I saw from O'Malley and how he was able to escape too. Yeah, hundred percent, man. You know. That's all I was getting at. Yeah, it surprised me, for sure. But with that, go over to Dillashaw and Sterling. Now, I like I started this whole conversation, what almost every part of these this fight card surprised us, Danny. What surprised you about this?
1: Yeah, so take out the dislocated shoulder, okay? Yeah. Uh Jermaine is so fucking good. He is so good. There was nothing Dillashaw could do to keep him off him. Every time he thought he was going to stand up, he took him down. It was it was fucking phenomenal. Um, it's scary. So if Sugar's your guy, and Sugar potentially Dana throws his ass into the fire against that, whew, I'm
0: scared for him, man. No, that's a different ballgame. He's,
1: <laughs> he's elevated his game so much
0: over the last couple of years. I cannot believe it. Um. As a, as a guy that hasn't seen Al Jermaine fight that many times. First thing that popped off video to my eye was, Jesus. He was just, when it looked like TJ was getting out of something, Al Jermaine was like over on the other side, like no problem. Like he was pounced over and he was already repositioned and he was already thumping on him. And so fast. He didn't even know that the, sh- like he was so in tune with the fight in the first round, Danny, that he didn't even know that Dillashaw's shoulder was out. He like his his corners yelling at him, and he'd even know that his that his shoulder was out. You know, he was so in tune with his plan that I don't think it really mattered at that point in the first round for sure. You know, that's the first thing I'm like, damn, this dude is he's gonna be hard to beat. He had like the confidence that he has built, and how quick he is, and how fast he is. He he seemed like a pretty decent striker too, but when you're on the ground, he was just all over him. He a mauling is what I I've come yeah. to hear quite a few times.
1: Hundred percent, man. It seems like uh, it wouldn't be uh, O'Malley, but one thing I will say is he's going to be tough to beat, no matter who the hell it is. If Cejudo comes back or whatever, he looks so good. He's so in tune. To your point, Um, but when it comes to Delashaw, I've been kind of debating this in my head the last couple days. Like you've got a dislocated shoulder. Mm -hmm. He said he was fighting it through camp and everything like that. You're that's gonna be a huge disadvantage, no matter who you're fighting against. yeah. And it really kind of screwed over anybody else that maybe deserved that shot. So after the fight, Dana was kind of pissed. He's like he didn't tell me anything about that. So he hid it from him just to make sure he could get the fight. and I as a fighter, like I can't blame him. you know Cause he, he
0: thinks he has a fighter's chance regardless. yeah,
1: when when are you gonna get another chance to reach the yeah. pinnacle, right? So I get that, but, man, and that's why, because he did ultimately apologize to his weight class As I say, in his,
0: in his fight, uh, in his post-fight interview, he did apologize to the whole weight class. And he apologized twice, actually. He came back to it and said it again. Yeah. I apologized to, him, to my weight class. And he said the same thing about, like, when do you get the shot? And I was sick and greedy, of course. And um, I've been battling through, and I shouldn't have. Cause I... Cause I <sighs> I'd have to go back and educate myself a little more, but I'm pretty damn certain if this wasn't in Abu Dhabi, he wouldn't have been able to fight. Because it's about about the commission also.
1: Yeah, it just depends on what they're willing to disclose. Right, right.
0: I mean, but that being said, um, respectful that he did, but Al Jermaine, not the greatest shit talker. I mean, he had some moments, right? He had had a couple moments. He showed some respect in there too. Yeah, he did. And then... um, and then he did call out Henry Suedo.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like we're watching someone try to learn to be able to sh- shit talk and make money like Connor, right? <laughs> right? And he's awful right now. This is like an early like Hulk Hogan promo, and you're like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> right. But if he can match, because his talent is there, man. He's going to be the best in that class probably for yep. a while. If he can start getting better at talking shit and people want to hear him, want to see him. Oh man, this guy could—he could be the face. not nah, Sugar, it couldn't could Al be. Jermaine, right? It could be.
0: Yeah, because he's—he's young enough. He's talented enough from what I—from what I saw. That's all I needed to see. And Dil- even with the banged up Dillashaw, I don't know if D- Dillashaw a thousand—a thousand percent healthy. Would've been any difference. That's how. That's how fast this guy was. He was pouncing everywhere. I no. I will. You know. We and we both said
1: this too at the time. We'll, we'll give Dillashaw some credit at that first round. I don't know how he got out of. Don't
0: that. know how he got out of that. And survived at all. At all so. Yeah. So there's credit. There's some respect there. In fact, he even shot that respect himself to him. Um, I think he wants Suedo for one reason. And that is to make it a clear cut, right? Well, the money too. Yeah, money. But he also wants the clear cut. Like there's no. There's no. Um, conversational question no question that he's the best in the division right like because suedo kind of retired from it right yeah right so like you you get the money you get you get the instant like we're gonna go ahead and end the conversation there then we're gonna start working through people on their way up afterwards yeah right yeah
1: i mean it's a nice combo if you beat him you're gonna make a shitload of money you if you fight him you're gonna make plenty of money yeah and then if you beat him then there's no question yeah
0: right yep uh, And then, of course, the main event. We, we were telling you that we don't believe it is so hard to um to pick against Charles. But there's a special talent and one Islam. And that's shown through. I don't know if you saw this. I, well, obviously, by now, you should know that Islam is the new lightweight yep. champion. And he did it in December. To me, in pretty damn decisive fashion. I don't think this fight was that close at all. Like, I'm not saying it wasn't competitive, but it just never felt like Islam was out of realm. Like, he was, you know what I mean? Like, he like he, was, like he was below the moment or above the moment or anything. He just seemed like, I'm right here. This is it. Real quick, before we get, like, how the fight went for you. I don't know if you saw this. So, at the, I know you saw at the end of the fight, Khabib carrying him on his shoulders, right? Yeah. Have you seen the side-by-side? Cool ass moment when Khabib won his. Oh yeah. Islam was carrying Same him. Same thing. Yeah. He's like, don't and the in the particular one was like, uh don't just uh don't just talk being friends. Be there. Like we be there to boost someone up on your shoulders when it's their time to shine. It's awesome. I thought it was cool as shit. And then Islam even gave him the belt too. It could be he's and like no, dude. He's like, no, you did you did this, brother. Yep. You know, but your impression of the fight. What do you think?
1: Yeah, it was crazy. Um, Obviously, the wrestling was a big deal for Islam. Uh, Figueroa decided to test him on the ground in the first, and that was a mistake. Yeah. Because he's used to being comfortable. Like, all right, come on down. Let's wrestle. Let's see what happens. And he couldn't do anything. So he didn't try that again later. Mm -hmm. Um, But we saw a lot of pressure from Islam, and usually we see it the other way around. I mean, he... Uh, Against Gaethje right He pressured him He was backing him up Punching him Throwing blows Everything It was the other way around Now We saw that from Islam He was pushing him back Um, He dominated him Ultimately submitted him But Fuck dude And he is only Going to get better I think he's going to run This division For a long time too
0: You took the words Right out of my mouth I think I think we just witnessed We watched the fight That we are going to be Talking about this guy Defending this title Seven years down the road I could see because I thought Charles was almost untouchable the way he's been fighting. Cause he showed how that he could strike Jitsu, You get him on the ground. didn't matter. Right? I was like, God, this dude is pretty damn hard to beat. The only thing that could beat him is a scale. Yep, You know, and Islam. To me, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm just telling you how I felt when I watched it. I just felt like he was never out of control and it was his. And I don't know if there's anybody that can right now. Uh, cause he has he's going to have that discipline. Once he got to the mountaintops, to the pinnacle, I don't know if he relinquishes it until it's time for him to. Man, it, leave.
1: it's crazy because that division. There's a lot of really, really good fighters. There is, but, but not that good.
0: Right, but none of them. All of them have beaten up each other. Yeah. They've all seen. We've all seen what they all can do and what they can't do. Yeah. What can beat each other. Yeah. Right,
1: and most of the top guys that are close to his ranking, if you will, they beat the shit out of each other. Yeah. So they're wore down too, and they they probably don't have a ton of time left to fight. You know, I mean, I'm thinking Gaethje, I'm thinking of... Uh,
0: they'd have to be hungry, Poirier. Y- yeah, of course, man. They, it's, they'd have to be hungry, too. So the only person I think that could, could, very off shot, besides a, a run back with Olivier, is the only person I think of is Gaethje, and, and it would purely be because of, like, he slips a knockout. Because Gagey's supposed to be, like, a world-class wrestler also, right? State champion. College, dresser, college, college wrestler. colour yep, wrestler, right? Yep. But he—it's almost like it's his weakness. Whenever you—he never wants to go down to the mat. It's really, I, we, weakness is a strong word, but you know what I'm getting at, right? Yeah. Like he never—he never wants to go down there. When he does go down there, it isn't like he look—it isn't like he's dominant doing it, right? <clears throat> <clears throat> I don't know unless he slips a knockout in there, and for the hunger and drive that he would have enough, from what I saw from Islam. I don't think so. It'd have to be another up and comer. Someone I, we don't know yet.
1: I think it's Charles. To I think it's Charles and him that are really at the top. Okay. Um, just because the, Charles has dominated everybody up to that point, including Gaethje, he outstruck Gaethje. Gaethje w- tried to <laughs> beat his face with his fists, and he couldn't do shit to him. It, Oliveira actually went the other way and beat the shit out of Gaethje. So if he yeah. can't do that to Oliveira, he's not doing it to Islam. Right. So I I think there is a shot if Charles decides, okay, I'm going to go back. I'm going to recoup. Work on some things. Now you have some tape. Like, here's what he's going to do in these situations. For me, like, you've obviously got tape, but, right. like, here's how he reacted to some of the things I was doing. How can I adjust? There, There's a shot, because I think he's still up there. Islam separated himself, but I think he's still the guy that's next, in my opinion.
0: Yep. That's the only guy? Okay, so you're, th- you're thinking just Oliver is the only one that can. Okay. Yeah. I, actually can, I actually can believe that. I'm doing just an outside shot and Genji. Yep. Pure silliness, but actual... Legit shot. As of right now, I'm with you. I think it's only him and then someone we don't know yet, and that could be many years down the road, for all we know.
1: Yeah. Did you see what happened after the fight, too? No. So, Combs uh, got into a fight with uh, Khabib's guys, <laughs> cage side, and uh, well, right. it doesn't it doesn't end as interesting as you would think. So, there's literally the uh, one of Khabib's guys and Combs and Khabib is you, the video has he's watching the whole thing. He's got his arm up and he's looking over, watching what's going on. And, uh, all of a sudden comes up, uh, pushes the guy and then the guy comes at him and he fucking swings, decks him and it's a mess. But then, so I'm like, oh shit. Okay. This is a little drama, a little bit. Let's let's see what happens. But then after Khabib gathered everybody, this is like fucking old wise man shit. You know, we gathered everybody in a room and he's like, no, because they all have the same faith. Right. Yeah. So he's like, listen, we're all brothers. We need to squash this right now. And so basically they got everybody together in a room and they recorded this thing and he's like, this beef's over. There's nothing else that's going to happen because it's been kind of lingering with Kamzat and those guys for a while. Okay. And Khabib said, no, I'm not going to allow this. The fucking godfather said, we're going to squash this and they're done. But for a moment.
0: So he brought in Kamzat too. Kamzat was the same Yeah, Okay. Okay. And
1: he just, was kind of, it's kind of funny. He just kind of stood there and said, like, yes, sir. You know, yeah. he didn't say anything. It was all Khabib talking. Yeah. But...
0: You didn't punch Khabib. <laughs> right. right. Let's make that clear, right. son. You know, yeah, but that that is... Uh, I need to check that out. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I had and, uh, to... there, there is no beef. Maybe you didn't get that. Right.
1: There is none anymore. Mm.
0: Yes. Mm. Don't want to hear it. Uh, We'll move on. Chiefs defensive end Frank Clark suspended two games by the NFL for two counts of misdemeanor possession of an assault weapon. This stems from, what, earlier in the summer? The uh, Finally, the... So he pleaded no contest to yeah, like this, by the way. Four or five months ago, yeah. Yeah. So it's NFL punishment is finally here. Yep. That long? I know. I don't care about the. This doesn't sound really shitty. I don't really care about what the punishment is. The games don't care. If you feel like you need to carry something, there must be a reason. I'm not saying you should. Shouldn't break the law, but why did it take so long for for the NFL to make a? By pleading no contest, you're also not saying that you're not innocent either. Right Right? I'm not saying you're saying you're guilty But okay You've already conceded That you can't defend yourself in this So
1: Done And he played no contest
0: How long ago Would you like to go back to NFL conspiracy Ooh Let's do a little NFL conspiracy With this real quick Okay I'm gonna bring this up Give me two seconds I know my man likes And we are gonna talk about Another conspiracy That you looped me into The other night And I read up on We are gonna talk about that For a minute Mm-hmm. so NFL conspiracy okay his his suspension doesn't come till this week right now which is they are in a bye week I think after this so we're gonna touch on the game later but their first one two three four five six seven seven games let me go ahead and read their opponents okay Cardinals Chargers Colts who you thought were going to be good at the start of the season Buccaneers, Raiders, Bills, Niners. Okay. Seems to me like you don't want to take one of the already weaker defenses of your poster boy uh, team out of the hunt when you and you wait this long to hand a punishment down. When your next opponents, let me give you the next two, Danny, not including Bye. Oh man, I'm interested. Titans, Jaguars. Holy shit, man. Weird, because right after that is the Chargers, Rams, Bengals. It's almost like it's perfect time to put a two game suspension in there for a team that isn't very deep on defense. That's pretty sketchy. Yeah. Am I wrong? Just saying it feels weird. That seems coincidental. What the fuck? In fact, they wouldn't have had another two-game stretch to squeeze that into if uh, they probably were thinking three three or four games. They were like, hey, you don't try to do this. that guarantee you this is where it comes in. There's some sort of conversation. You don't appeal this, we'll make it only two games, and it'll be against the Jaguars and the fucking Titans. Shouldn't have cost you guys anything if your team can just play up a little bit. Right. Next two would have been Titan Seahawks in the middle of December. Hmm. That you could have afforded.
1: Did they say why it took so long to issue no. it? No. No explanation. No. Huh?
0: Let's see. I'll bring it up just to make sure. No contest. So in September, he pleaded no contest. So, so what start is of that? The season, like, man. Yeah, yeah. So that was two months ago now that he made that. Hmm. And he was already sentenced to one year probation and 40 hours of community service. So he was already sentenced on top of that. I'm in. You in? I'm in. Okay. Yep. I sold him. Yep. You just thought it was kind of funny, right? Yeah.
1: Sketchy as uh, Let me
0: look at one more thing, see how pivotal this kind of was too. So it isn't like he has a boatload of sacks, but he does have three. Let's see. In this game, he had one and a half in this, la- and this game that we're about to talk about. So kind of just saying. Sketch. Sketch at best, right? Yeah, at best. All right. We'll move on for that one. Yeah, dude, I like it. Uh, NFL says refs weren't asking for Bucks wide receiver Mike Evans autograph in a weirdly caught video by the local Fox station in the alleyway, whatever the, whatever the hell you want to call it, the player exit mm-hmm. from the field. I had you watch it before we went on. What do you think it was? Hold on, actually, my bad. Give a little context. And that is that the the NFL says they weren't doing anything with autographs. Mike Evans said they were talking about golf. Danny G, you watch the video, please.
1: Man, if they yeah, that's what he said. too. I know I wasn't signing any autographs. I could tell you that. <laughs> uh, if you were talking golf, then were you writing your golf score from the other day down or something? I don't, I don't think so, bro. That seemed again very sketch there's something else going on there and the
0: nfl's just like yep we agree and it was very and it was a very quick exchange like it like if it was a conversation about golf wouldn't it have lasted a couple more seconds than that you would
1: think yeah and it didn't really seem like a conversation no. it was handing him something to write on
0: and i think that you could hear them clearly yell, mike yeah or Evans. or they say his name a couple times yeah. and then he turns and then it's a pretty short video, ladies and gentlemen. There's not much conversation. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and so that goes into you're not supposed to do that. Uh refs can't get autographs, do things like that, right? Cuz naturally it's going to show bias. But Plus they can't sell autographs unless it's retired. like to a charity and the NFL has to approve it and it go through some red tape and things. No. Nope. But man, yeah, it seems sketchy, man. It seems like an autograph I Unless there's some explanation that I'm, oh okay that would totally make sense I can't
0: see it though. That's what I was thinking too. The only thing I could think of is he was writing his score down. They had their scorecard right there, of their golf of their 18th, the local. Like hey, what do you think here? And he just writes his 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 18 hole that he just got. Kind of mic drops on him. Seemed a little
1: bit like there was a swish, like hmm. a signature or something. Like but a, that's like an S at the end.
0: Maybe like Evans. Maybe. Hmm. So
1: weird. I still like Mike Evans, but that's just. So do I. Yeah, there's issues there.
0: There's something There's something there, which whatever. Maybe it's maybe it's me hating on Tom Brady a little bit because I, I like Mike Evans a lot, but you can't say it was. <laughs> I don't know if you can actually. Obviously, he can't admit that, right? I mean, the refs can't admit it, but the NFL shouldn't say that isn't what it was. How do you know it wasn't? You weren't there. Right. Because that's what the refs. You could say so the NFL could say the refs assured us that it was not about an autograph and that... Because they didn't give a reason. Go back and read the article. Right. They did not give a yeah. reason or what they were talking to him about then. Yeah, they just said it wasn't that. Right, give something. Yeah. Okay, then what was the... Yep. What was the four or five seconds of whatever and they were shouting for him to catch up? Just think about all the implications, man. If
1: <coughs> certain players or buddy-buddy with refs, like how many times are they going to get a call versus mm-hmm. somebody else or something, you know? Yeah. That impacts everything. Wins, losses, gambling, that impacts so much. Oh, yeah. You, man... It, The NFL's got to give it a better explanation, that's for sure. No, absolutely. As far as I'll go.
0: We'll talk. Well, let's get to one of the bigger ones, and that's the Colts bench quarterback Matt Ryan, who sustained a grade two shoulder separation, um, and they will start Sam Ellinger the rest of the way. So I told you before we went on air that Coach Frank Wright, it's like he gave a very respectful conversation about it, talking. Talking about Matt Ryan and his veteran leadership and this, that, and the other, blah, 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 blah. Words. But the, words. Matter. But at the end of the day, we are going with what's best for the team, and that's going to be Sam Ellinger the rest of the way. They couldn't even give Matt Ryan the respect of saying that he's going to be out four to six weeks because of a shoulder separation, and then maybe Ellinger is going to start in that time, and hopefully Ellinger just takes the thing. They just flat out say Ellinger is it for the rest of the way. Right. What has Sam Ellinger done in this league that believes that you are going to go anywhere? If you were a Colts fan, Danny, what would this make you feel like for your legit shot at a Super Bowl?
1: You know what? It's actually crazy. You know who else they have at
0: quarterback? I do, but it's leaving my mind right now. Nick Foles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you go to
1: Sam Ellinger. Must be seeing something practice, brother. Yeah. We've heard things about that practice we saw a lot in practice right yeah that's hawkeye fans yeah um, <laughs> god damn <laughs> but i that's <clears throat> are they throwing in the towel is that what's going on like
0: i don't know what anybody's going to be able to do different than matt i think he's played fine i like, think he has too if you actually go and look at it he has not had that horrible i'm not saying he can't get better but it's a new offense New weapons around him. He started to develop another um, another relationship, uh, passing-wise, with Paris Campbell. So he's starting to get a second one, and he already – like, you needed this to develop. You just – this ownership just wants this right now. Right. Like, give him a minute. This division is not strong. Give him a minute. This is a perfect time for him to get this figured out, in the lumps and the bruises and get the O-line. The O-line was bad. The defense was bad, too, there for a while, too. The defense was giving up. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, well, listen. I, if I wonder
1: were... if they're just beating him up. I wonder if that's why he's got the shoulder issues. So, I see that he had 33 or 44 completions this past week. Yeah, he had almost 30 attempts in the first half, though. Oh, jeez. And he had what do we say? Just about 60 the week before. Maybe they're they realize they're just fucking beating him up, and they're like, listen, he's not going to be able to play with this kind of offense because we need to pass the ball, and we go with the young guy.
0: They just choose not to, though. Ugh. Like this is so. Thir- One thing I'm getting tired of seeing, Danny, is all these coaches panicking, panicking when the halftime score in this particular instance is a perfect explanation of what I'm trying to get at. Is thirteen to zero, Danny? Yeah. They are panicking with a whole another half of football. With your with your team, the way it is constructed, if everyone's doing their job to the where they're the way they're supposed to. Your defense should be able to hold up. Your Jonathan Taylor and your running back should be able to chew, chew, chew and get yourself back in this game with some, and then some play action over the top. Matt Ryan still got sacked three times in this game, not to mention the quarterback pressures in this game. You go instant where you're just, we have to throw, we have to throw, we have to throw. On the flip side of that, Ryan Tannehill threw 20 times in a 19-10 game. Derrick Henry had 30 carries. Jonathan Taylor had 10. The second best running back in the league, to one only to Derrick Henry, had one third of the amount of carries, Danny, but had more of an average.
1: Yeah, and I mean, when you look, like nothing was a blowout. You didn't have to sit there and pass the ball. These teams basically had identical stats. I, I man, we're going deep into that game, I guess, but I don't know what the hell they're doing. I think this this has got to be partly sure. You you don't have very much talent at the wide receiver position, but you have some big ass tight ends. You have one of the best running backs in the league. One of the best, I don't know, top 10 receivers in the league. You should be able to figure out a way to use some of that. Yeah. Right? Um, so, I, I don't know. I feel bad for Matty Ice. He thought this would be a shot this year yeah. to get back and redeem his Super Bowl loss. Yeah. But,
0: fuck. I would have taken Matty Ice. We said that at the yeah. beginning of the year. Yeah. I would have taken that for one year. One shot. It's not like think, he's played poorly. Like no, it, we're it's acting not, like this fucking is, like this is all him. Yeah. They're acting like it's all him. Just yeah. like what they did to Wentz, they acted like it was all Wentz. Yeah, it wasn't all Wentz. Stuff is falling apart around here and there when it's inconvenient. Wentz was more of a fragile mind. Now you just did it to a veteran quarterback who's been to the Super Bowl, who has led the league in passing attempts and yards and shit throughout his career. Basically, I mean, if you go back and look at it, yeah, and just... I really hate Jim Mercer. I really think he's one of the biggest douche. He's one of the douchiest owners that there are. That's the reason why I also found a problem with him saying something about (laughs) one commander's ownership. I'm like, hold on there, player. I would love to see what he has on you because the stuff that they've already caught you with, like OWIs and shit like Mm -hmm. that with your arrogant ass. I would love to see what they got on you there, big guy. But he's just—he puts so much unnecessary pressure. They had like I think they're kind of self-imploding themselves because they because their ownership has put unnecessary pressure right now. Sometimes let them get it figured out. They're literally one game out, and now you're saying you're gonna roll with Sam Ellinger no matter what. Who's telling you to do that? The owner. The owner's got to be saying that, otherwise you'd be rolling right. Nick Foles, right? Yeah, exactly. They have—they
1: <clears throat> have not played good football this year. In their one game out. Yeah. They let them get some traction. Like let it get it figured out.
0: Yeah. Uh, the only other one I wanted to bring up on that is that I said he got sacked twice, three times. He was hit ten other times. Yep. So is that is that all his fault too? Let's give him half of those. Let's say he's holding on to the ball too long because I think like Kirk Cousins, yeah. our o line used to get beat up for that shit, right? And, and he Kirk probably Cousins has do. to.
1: The receivers probably don't get great separation, know, separation yet because they're yeah. still young. Yep. So, but still,
0: yeah. I, I, there's way worse circumstances your team could be in than that, right? Yeah,
1: listen, I'm not the biggest Matty Ice fan in the world. I no. like Matty Ice, but I'll be pissed if he ends up having to retire after this bullshit. Right, you know like you mean? didn't give him a fair
0: shake, Yeah, and then, yeah. I Somebody will, I, I hope somebody goes and trades for him right now. Yep. Wouldn't I that be so. someone that maybe lost quarterback? Yeah. Maybe uh, the Broncos? Hmm. Maybe. We'll touch on that a little bit, too. I saw All something right. that you'll appreciate. I All know right. you'll appreciate it. You're probably getting a stiffy right now. Send All right. We'll roll. keep rolling. After pulling Mac Jones three series into the game last night, Bill Belichick is not ready to commit to Pat's quarterback saying, we just finished the game. I'm not going to ask you to decipher anything to do with Bill Belichick so no one can ever figure that shit out, right? What I am going to ask you, Danny... Who do you want, if you're a Patriots fan, who do you want to see with this starting job? This year or for his career, even? Because they're both young, obviously. They're both... This one's a rookie. Mac Jones is only second year in. Who do you think is the guy for this team? It's a really good question. For this team.
1: Yeah, I think this is is similar to the Teddy... And uh, what's his face in Denver from last year, our conversation?
0: Uh, yeah, uh, Drew Locke.
1: Yeah, Drew Locke. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I think Bailey Zapp has that potential. We've seen, like, you never thought the Patriots would score basically 40 points in a game. We saw that a couple weeks in the row, they rolled. Yep. Okay. Um, I've never seen Mac Jones do that type of thing with the offense. With him, they've pretty much had to run the ball shitload and things like that. But he, he hits his spots and he wins, right? Yep. So it's really it's really close comparison there. Uh, Mac Jones is a, a little bit more. He's not quite the game manager of Teddy, but he's more of a game manager. Um, Bailey's young, but there's way more potential. I Man, I don't know if he's going to do it, but I think the best move just for Bailey's head is you trade Mac and you fucking keep Bailey in and say, Listen, you had a bad week. You're a rookie we're going to keep you and we're going to roll because we've seen what
0: you can do. You'd say trade Mac Jones? Yeah, I think right get some get some value
1: out of it because you're going to have lost Mac, you know, he's not going to want to do shit and Bailey with him back there, it's always going to be in the back of his mind. He's a rookie.
0: I'm a thousand percent with you actually, but it won't happen. I'm a thousand think, percent with you. It, it should happen. Yeah. Because when you have two young guys, you're going to demolish one of their egos or one of their mental status. Exactly. It. Yeah. That is what's going to happen. They're too young. Not one of them is a veteran where they can be like, fuck this guy. I'm going to go tear it up somewhere. Maybe that Mac Jones will have that drive. I think that'd be the best bet. You could roll with Jones and Zappy already knows he's the backup. He came in with nothing to lose. It's the reason why he feels like he can wing it wherever he wants. Like I have nothing to lose. I'm a, fifth, sixth round pick, but I'm with you. Like, honestly, maybe you would, maybe you would go trade him, get the highest value you can get right now because you're probably get him, not going to another piece
1: of talent to get, get, him get another piece to. of
0: talent, get yourself to build up and barely zappy has shown you enough. You don't need to have the strongest arm the and be do that, do this, that, and the other. He was obviously a tremendous passer at Western Kentucky anyways. Yeah. So Mac Jones was just part of a one hell of a, and he had his a stellar one year career or, you know, one year starting career with Bama, so Bailey app is a man. So I'm actually with you. They sh- that's what they should do, trade him. Yeah, they should trade him. Bailey Zappy, there's your guy, and uh, maybe bring in Jimmy G as your backup.
1: No shit. They there's actually talk of uh, they might try to use them both somehow. That and is, I, I fucking hate that when teams do that. Unless it's Taysom Hill style, where he's not really a quarterback and you're just mm. putting somebody there. When you have two legit quarterbacks. And you decide, okay, I'm basically going with the hot hand or something. Like, I don't. I'm what, not why do you hate that? Because, man, it takes you a little bit to get in the rhythm of the game, right? And I think that if you like. Think of it like, and I hate it with running backs too, kind of, because think of... Okay,
0: uh, thank you, because if you didn't say that, then I was going to argue with you. Yeah, no, so
1: think of like Adrian Peterson back in the day. Yes. How many times in a row would he get stuffed for a one-yard loss, maybe Mm -hmm. a gain of one or two yards? Fucking 20 times, and then he'd break for fucking 80 yards. Right. And all of a sudden, you're like, oh my God, he just broke the rushing record. Right. Like, it's the same thing with quarterbacks. They've got to be able to get a feel of the game. They've got to be able to get that momentum, you know, throw some incompletions, whatever, but then they're in the zone, Mm -hmm. and when you take that, then the other guy's got to build up, do the same shape. Yeah, and I don't think you can keep that if you go back and forth. But I did hear talk about that. So,
0: oh. I don't know how well it would work. I'm not completely opposed to that idea, not even if they have to be two different type of quarterbacks, but I do get exactly what you're saying. And if you would not have mentioned the running back part, I, that's where I have been like, oh, no, to hell with that. Because running back, I think they get yanked too soon. They need a feel for the game. They need yeah. to take a pounding. That's where you develop the most. If you have a legit running back, that can sit there and have no problem taking that one yard, two yard, one yard, two yard, maybe even a loss, two yard, and they're sitting there just beating down. They have no problem. They still look energized. Third quarter starts, and they keep doing that same thing. All of a sudden, they're going to start pounding it, and then they're going to get by them. That's what, happen- that's what happens with the great running backs. If you just went where you pulled them because they're only getting one two-yard carries and shit like that, Barry Sanders is to be the best running back of all time because actually you could go back and look at his play-by-plays. It is not good until he sparks one. Yeah. And it's because you're wearing down the defense. Well, it's the same thing with the quarterback, getting a feel for the game, and I'm with you on that part. But I'm also, I think sometimes we go with too stupidly, sometimes we just go like, you're the starter no matter what. We're riding with you to the death. Hold Uh, on, Yeah, that's true too. I'm like, hold on, brother. There's 10 other people on this team right now on this side of the ball. Right now, that are depending on they're putting everything they got into trying to win this, and because we're gonna ride with one guy no matter what, and that's and and we're gonna ride or die with that, and that guy could give us the best shot of winning today, this particular game. I I actually think that they're too that they're too fragile. You should be able to yank them if you need to for one one game, if that's game. what you're feeling. One game,
1: yes, yes, I can get behind that. Maybe there's an <coughs> advantage to a specific defense that Bailey does better than Mac or something like that, right? You play he plays the game though. Not like right. this back-and-forth shit or whatever the hell they're talking about. So, I, Well, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, inside
0: no. the game, yeah. But, I mean, yeah. like, sometimes you want to know that until you're in the game. Like, all right, I'm pulling you. This is what but, we're seeing. But, but psycho- yeah, but psychologically, you need yeah. to, as a quarterback, you need to realize it doesn't mean that you're still not the starter. Like, you just don't give us the best shot to win this game today. Yeah. You are our next best shot next week.
1: Quarterbacks have very fragile egos. You're they right.
0: do. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, jet trade for Jaguars running back James Robinson with, uh, the Brees hall being out. Uh, looks like torn ACL by the way. Yeah. It I, don't sucks. Know if, I don't know if that got confirmed. They, they said not good.
1: Yeah. There was a, uh, I can't remember if they said slight tear, but there's definitely a tear. Okay. So
0: which sucks. Cause uh, the dude was balling out. There was a two horse race, two horse race for, uh, offensive MVP rookie. Yeah. Who was the other guy?
1: Kenneth Walker, buddy. Yeah,
0: two yeah. running backs, two studs, right? Uh the Jaguars do get a conditional six round pick that could end up being a fifth round pick, depending on if James Robinson gets over six hundred yards rushing, which he already has two hundred and forty.
1: Yeah, also don't forget about Chris Olave. I think he's gonna be in that conversation too. He's still running shit down there in New Orleans. Rookie of the year.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I I should I should say I should say off it, yeah. You're right, you're right. I'm just thinking. I know you wanted to backs. shout
1: out Kenneth Walker. It's, it's all good. Yeah, I just want He's to give Kenneth Walker
0: some love, and Brees Hall has been balling out. So, a lot of it. Yeah, it
1: sucks because he he was tearing up Denver's defense yeah. too, man. Yes, and that hasn't happened. They, I fucking love it. Yep. Uh, I so just to speak on this quick, I'm jacked because I'm a James Robinson guy owner, yep. and they slowly have been, you know, lowering his usage, and I hope that's not because they're worried about the injury coming back or something like that. Um, because I think, I think he fire. fits in really good with the Jets, so as long as something's not wrong, this could be great, and I think he'll be a really good fit.
0: I think it's more the ETN started taking off down in Jacksonville, and I'm hoping that too. I think it's a benefit for Robinson owners. I was telling you off air though, I do have Michael Carter. I picked him up last week, and count my blessings for that one. It isn't like I picked it. I picked him up because we have like nobody on the waiver wire, right? It was not ex- expectation of losing Brees Hall. I think Michael Carter's gonna be a stellar start this week, um, but I think he's gonna be a basically RB two, RB three the rest of the year. Even with James Robinson, I don't think James Robinson's gonna take enough out of what Michael Carter brings. James Robinson will still get that sixteen to eighteen touches. Michael Carter will get those other seven plus the how many ever catches out of the backfield. So I think you're gonna actually get. What would benefit a Michael Carter? I don't want to ever see an injury, but it will benefit Michael Carter in this aspect too, believe it or not, even with James Robinson coming there.
1: Yeah, man. Think about like going into next year. When we talk about stable of running backs, they are going to have one. I mean, assuming James is good, yeah. and you know, there's no injury thing going on there, uh, they are looking so stacked at the running back position. Yeah. Um, but you know what this also tells me? They feel like they're gonna keep winning.
0: Yeah. Why else would you make the trade for running back then pick up any off the street too? Yep. yep. They believe it. And they did. We'll touch on that game, but they did they are winning. Not very often stupid. can you say good move by the Jets. They're this year, they're hot. They're on fire. Yeah. They're on fire with their their GM is actually on fire too. I mean he nailed the draft. It's pretty hard yep. to mess up that draft. But the, like we said, the Jets or the Giants are the type of team that could mess that draft up. Yeah. And neither one of them did. Let's roll with uh we're gonna put both of these kind of just back to back. Uh We're going to talk some baseball, my friend. The Astros sweep the Yankees to reach their fourth World Series in six years and are also undefeated in this postseason after sweeping the Mariners earlier on, too.
1: Yeah, baby. They've also eliminated the Yankees three times out of the last six years in the playoffs. Did you hear—
0: Love you, Astros. Did you hear anything trash cans in this one? Uh, I haven't yet. Not yet. So we don't have to hear that as an excuse either? Cause I was pretty. Don't get me wrong. I'm still. I'm still bitter about it. I think it's bullshit, and I think they didn't get punished enough.
1: If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, right?
0: Right. Well, I get that, yeah. but they got caught cheating, so they should. If you get caught cheating, you should get punished, right? I'm not blaming them for cheating. What I'm blaming them is the after getting caught, they didn't get punished enough. That's my point. But regardless, that was the Yankees thing. Remember, we were talking about Brian yeah. Cashman and blaming this. That, and that. I'm like, you're the fucking Yankees. You don't talk about petty petty shit like that, right? Right. You don't worry about stuff like that. I didn't hear no trash cans in this one. You guys still got swept.
1: Yeah, listen, the Astros are overall probably the best team in baseball. I
0: tried to. They remind, don't have a weak link. I I don't like the Astros, but I am trying to tell myself I should. And the reason why I say that is not even because of the whomping of the Yankees, which I can appreciate and love. It's actually they're exactly what we would like. You know, they were they were dog shit for so bad for so long. They were like a hundred loss team. Yeah. They weren't really – they weren't competing. They weren't competitive. They weren't – and then they went on a Cinderella run here and there. And it's just – and then they built it, quote, unquote, the right way, you know. And it's the team that we should be, you know. If I yeah. wish the trash can thing wasn't there, but I already wasn't liking them anyway for whatever reason either. But starting to come around a little bit, especially without the trash cans in there too. Yeah. Uh, but then we're going to roll right into who they're going to face, my friend, and that is – Bryce Harper's homer powers the Phillies past the Padres and the NLCS Hit a two-run shot in the eighth Little cool story I I didn't get it verbatim But evidently when he was about to go up in the eighth He looked back at his batting coach And he said, you're about to watch something special And this was a no-doubt dinger, too, by the way Like, opposite field On a shot
1: Yeah, dude, he put a lot of power into that Yeah I saw him after the home run too. He was like in awe. He's like, that just fucking happened. I just fucking did that, is what he said to himself over there in the dugout. It was was pretty cool. Um, This is a matchup now of the hottest team in baseball, which is the Phillies, Mm -hmm. versus, in theory, the best team in baseball, the Astros, right? So that's we've talked about that. That's what's awesome about baseball. It can end up that way. Yep. Um, One thing I wanted to touch on was I saw this – Uh, God I can't remember where I read it But basically back when Bryce Harper was a kid They were talking about him And he wanted to play in Major League Baseball Wanted to be in the World Series And it was Sports Illustrated That actually it was the title of the article Was something to the effect of um, Why high expectations can ruin your kids And then We see this motherfucker in the World Series He was in Major League Baseball at age 19 Finally in the World Series at age 30 Right I think Mm -hmm. he's 30 years old So, terrible article, first of all. High expectations are everything. You want that.
0: Right, absolutely you do. It doesn't need to be the end-all, be-all. I think that's where the line gets crossed. Like, you are a drop-dead piece of shit if you don't do this when you're telling your kid. You know what I'm saying? When you're bringing them up. But having high expectations is not a bad thing. No. Driving them to hit their goals is not a bad thing. In fact, settling for mediocre or whatever, or everybody gets the same thing is where the fucking problem is. Work your ass off get where you get what you're earning whatever you're putting in for it and that's what you get right even if you don't get there just the fact that you're shooting
1: for that and you're working for it you end up so much further along yeah than then yeah as a person yeah. so at
0: the end of the day you're still you're not losing even if you yeah. did come up short Yep, because you push so much harder to get to that maybe unachievable goal yep maybe unachievable real quick who you got Phillies, the hot team, or the Astros? Like you said, maybe the best team.
1: Um, Yeah, I'm going to take the Astros in the World Series. And I don't think it'll be a sweep, though.
0: So you think it's five, six games?
1: Yeah, something like that.
0: You don't think it's going to go the distance? You don't think it's going to go seven?
1: Though? I don't think it'll go seven, though. No.
0: I really badly want to say the Ph- Phillies. I really do that's what you're hoping for you're hoping for the hotness I like seeing Bryce succeed
1: who's their manager to uh, it's uh buddy um, goddamn you can keep talking I'll look up the name okay but I was
0: the Astros have the what's his name Baker isn't it isn't Baker down there Dusty Baker Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Uh, I think you're thinking Dusty Baker down with Astros, but um, I really badly want to say that, but I'm gonna to have to go Astros. I think it's going to be a series, though. I will give it that. I will say at least six games. Could uh, see outside shot of seven, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping that the Phil- I hope Phillies upset. Evidently, Mattress Mac put himself into a position where he cannot lose money. Yeah, I don't know if he placed uh. Phillies bet earlier on in the either series or in the season, but he can't lose money now on either team if they win. Really? Yeah. Well played, man. Well played, my man. That's was, how you pin Vegas, baby.
1: It was Astros coach, too, not Phillies. Yeah. That's that's what I was thinking. Of yeah, me. Dusty Fuck. Baker. It's cool seeing him there again too. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. I don't know if he, has he won one. I don't know if he's won one. He's been there though. He's been there. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. I don't know if he's won.
0: I don't think he has. I think he'd be. So it would be kind of a route for them. So I did forget. I think you set me up for it earlier. That is what I have for news and notes. But I did forget. I think you were trying to give me a layup earlier, and I missed it. Told you I've been under the weather. Special shout-out and congratulations to our guy, uh, Mr. Carlos Mototizil, on getting signed to the UFC. Uh, he will be on the UFC Fight Night card October 29th. So this Saturday uh, he'll be on the prelims. 8-1 is professional, and I'm telling you the, this dude is damn good, damn special, and everything that he has worked for. We knew when we were watching these fights, uh, he was out at the North Iowa fights in the arena. When you see fighters going there, you could tell that they're set for the next level, right? And this dude is clearly that. We had a couple other guys that we've talked to like that too, but this is huge shout-out to this guy, finally getting his. He's an LFA champion. He won the belt. About a month ago now, a few weeks ago, getting a shot in the UFC.
1: Big time. Big congratulations. Uh, I think everybody's going to see why he deserves to be there and yeah. deserves to climb the ranks too. The man's a stud. I'm excited to watch him.
0: I don't think there's, and I know nothing about his opponent. This isn't a shot at anybody. I don't think this man is going to mess up his opportunity. He's about to fuck somebody up. Yeah. Not out of disrespect for who his opponent is, just purely like, I don't think he knows how difficult it was to get up to this point and he's not going to mess this up. I don't see it. So, agreed. Not going to happen. Watch you some videos of Carlos Mota and you'll get caught up real quick. Absolutely. I have my strange law for you. Let's real go. quick. And uh, we are still in the state of Tennessee, my friend. Just getting some legendary shit. It is illegal in Tennessee to catch a fish with a lasso. Damn it, but that'd be so fun. Wouldn't it be? Could you imagine? Wouldn't that be awesome? Oh, man. There must be some weird drunken shit that has happened there.
1: Yeah, that's got to be wild. Could you imagine trying to do that? Yeah. First of all, if you did, you're a legend, right? First off,
0: kudos. Yeah, Yeah, kudos. This law had to have been set because somebody embarrassed somebody else because they're like, "I I I bet you can't catch you one with a fucking lasso on there. You can't catch one with a hook. Had to start with something like that, right? Some beer drinking. Somebody bet
1: the sheriff, right, that he could do that, and he did it. And the sheriff got pissed and made a law and said, "No, yep, can't do that." Exactly what it was, or the or a sheriff's son.
0: Yeah, something like that.
1: Politician, some bullshit. Yeah, something like that. Yep. Right. Wild. A lasso. A lasso. I need to. Now we need to look up videos of that. Uh, Before we go into the NFL stuff, we got a few games to talk about, but there was a conspiracy theory that you wanted to bring up.
0: Yes, I did. And that is, so I did a little edge mechanic. I'm like, all right, Danny was getting, Danny had himself some peanut butter whiskey. So I didn't know how much of it was actually coming out. And, you know, it's getting a little, but I actually looked this up. And you're going to have to correct me on some of it, but it is basically anything that is dry fit material carries a BPA, I think is what it's called. Yeah, but one specifically, it actually, um, There's actually, uh, was there a lawsuit or, yeah, there's like a lawsuit or, yeah, yeah, can, can synthetic clothing be the cause of your health challenges? So, firstly, in 2015, the firms of Jones and Swanson represented and reported a case of a young boy who was wearing shorts made of this fabric, who was established to be standing quite far away from a campfire when, in fact, his shorts sparked... Ignited, and when he tried to roll on the ground as we are all taught to do, his hands caught fire. As well, his cotton socks were untouched by the flames. His parents were sure it was related to the clothes and claimed the company producing the fabric did not even warn consumers that it was flammable. Um, his friends were horrified of his shorts melted and dripped molting dry fit on his shins. Um, but there, so what they're getting into is, it is. The lattes, the lattes. Actually, we're gonna get it. To, we're gonna say Google. We're gonna have Google say this out loud for you guys. All right. Let's do it up here. Paste. There we go. I want to hear this. It is an actual thing that you technically should be concerned with. Okay. So, how do you say? All right, here we go. Let's turn this up all the way. Thalate. We'll do it one more time. Phthalate. Phthalate. Phthalates. They're called phthalates. Now, would you like to go more into it, or did I explain as much as you did have?
1: No, you, you went into it pretty good. Basically, the... Um, so back then Around that time That's when they started Implementing like spray In the clothes So they are not fire So they don't start on fire So easily And things like that right mm-hmm. And so the combination of What's made of these materials Along with the chemicals It takes in production It's terrible for you In every way Because your skin absorbs it When we talked about It fucking up your hormones mm-hmm. Potentially being a cause of cancer mm-hmm. And a lot of different things it's, it's bad
0: Can I give you another one? Yeah go ahead it's really, really, really bad for your liver, actually. Like, very bad for your liver. Awesome. Um, so, if you drink alcohol, don't know what it is. Speaking of which, I got to do double. Rich <laughs> and rare. <laughs> uh, not good. My man here warned me. He's like, you need to sell all that shit. You need to get rid of it. He's like, if you wear boxers like that. I'm like, are you kidding me? That's like all my boxers. Yeah, me too, man. That's literally all my boxers. Because the cotton ones, if, you wear, if you're a guy and you wear boxers... These were, like, the best thing that ever came around because cotton boxers just eventually, like, stretch out and they get saggy and shit like that. Yep,
1: tear, whatever.
0: Yeah, so these were, like, the best thing. They need to figure something out because I'd rather not die if it's a choice, but I don't know. I may have to start free balling. Yeah, I mean, you know, me too. It is where it is. Yeah, whatever. But, hey, just a little bit of conspiracy corner right there. Just another thing that you can kind of look at. You should pay attention because it is one of those things that clearly is. Like, if you look up, how did you say that word? Thyolates. Yep. Look that up. It can attack your liver. It's not good for you. Plain and simple. No extra shit. Look it up yourself. So it's a P. So kind of like one of those like pterodactyls. Yeah, no shit. Where's the so, P? <laughs> but uh, yeah, let's go ahead and roll into the football world of scores here. Let's do it, brother. You kick it off. Where are we going? Uh, we're gonna go with the Ravens and the Browns in this. This is exactly how we thought it would go. Didn't we nail this one down to a T? Hundred percent. Three point
1: victory by the Ravens.
0: Yep. I call. I definitely called. I couldn't remember what yours was on this, but I, I knew it was gonna be close. I said it was gonna be this is division. That that point spread is not indicative of this. Doesn't matter. Um there was a moment, I do believe there was a there was a shitty call on this too. I didn't get to watch the the live motion of this game. It flashed to it at the end. But I think the Browns got hosed on their sixty yard attempt. Yeah, they did. Let me look that up. It real kicked him out of field goal range or something like that. So they had an yeah. opportunity. They got there and there was some bullshit call. I think it was on the I think it was like oh, Calais Campbell came came into the oh. neutral zone. Now I remember. And then they called uh they called it on um the guard of the of the Browns, of the Browns yep. on the opposite side. Now he did jump, but it was clearly after Calais yep. Campbell came in there.
1: Yep, that's exactly what happened, and so it pushed him back. Pushed him back yep. out
0: of field goal, like sixty yards already steep. Yeah. So,
1: yep, they did get a little bit screwed. There should be, you know, sometimes you can over replay, but shit like that when you're talking about games on the
0: line, you should be able to look at. Yeah, you know what that's I mean? pretty clear. And yeah. you could have watched that in game speed too. You didn't have to slow that one down to see that he was clearly, exactly. you know, it wasn't like oh which one kind of flinched first. No, it was clearly they tried to get a jump quicker, you know, and they they got in. And my God, but regardless, Ravens come away with the victory here. Browns kind of you know swirling out of control here.
1: Yeah, Deshaun's not gonna be able to do much with that team, man.
0: So, uh, Gus Edwards looks like the pickup and. He does. I think I – see, I didn't want to say this because you can never bank on it, but it seems like it's always Gus Edwards that whenever their lead back, whoever it is, Mark Ingram when he was there, it seems like Gus Edwards is always the guy they go to even though they never fully commit to him. But he did end up getting – he got two touchdowns in this one, I think like 60-plus yards. And he also is coming off a torn ACL from last year or something. I, I think most of the team got one though, right? Yep, yep. I picked up Kenyon Drake a week early, and it was not going to be Kenyon Drake. I should have known that. <laughs> right. Uh, we'll just keep uh, rolling down the hill here. The Bengals did take care of business against the Falcons just like we expected. Joe Burrow smashed some records. He had over 300 in the first half. Yeah, he did. He had two receivers over 100 yards and a few touchdowns. He also almost put a third wide receiver in the hundred yard mark. I think he ended up with, like ninety five or something. What what did Higgins end up with?
1: Uh, yeah, ridiculous. So Higgins, let's see. Oh, so Higgins ended up with ninety three. Uh, Tyler Boyd had a game. Yeah, one fifty five. Yep.
0: Jamar with his two touchdowns, he's back. I'm telling you, this team has done nothing but gain more and more momentum the further and further on this yeah. goes. So now they did give up three sacks. It's always that's been the one little thing, you know. Yep. Yeah. But that's on six quarterback hits. So that that is it. Yes. So he gave up so some of that is on him. Even even his coaches have said that too. Not all of that went to the O-line cuz Burrow tries to make something happen yeah. sometimes, right? But there was only six QB hits on him anyways. Total three of those it's were sacks. Better. So it's getting better, more consistent. I see them. Yes, the Ravens won their game, but if you had to bank your paycheck on it, Danny, are you rolling with the Bengals then? No. No?
1: In the division. In the division. Yeah. The and division. I'm talking about
0: in that division. Yeah. The Browns are spiraling out of control. The Steelers aren't there, so it's obviously going to be Ravens and Bengals.
1: And the Ravens don't look nearly as good as they did last year.
0: No, and their defense is just missing something in the Ravens, yep. right? And I think the Bengals has gotten a little stronger and stronger kind of with the team.
1: Yeah, and Joey B is going to be able to tear up. Yeah, he's gonna be able to tear up the Ravens. I think my favorite stat about this game is Marcus <clears throat> Marcus Mariota, eight for 13, 124, and a touchdown. Like you lost the game, you got doubled up in this game, and he throws thirteen passes. Yeah. Like I do like the fact that they want to run the ball as much as they can, but you can't. You gotta be able to try to keep up, man. You gotta use some kind of talent. Well, they don't um, want
0: they don't want to have to pay that man if he were to ball out. You can't if he doesn't have the attempts, Danny, to do something special then. Drake London with one catch, Kyle Pitts with
1: three, like they—it's it, a—he's not doing it justice for yeah. them either,
0: right? No. I mean, growth.
1: we now—I guess to be fair, we did expect him to be terrible. Maybe it's just coming to light now, slowly but surely. But yeah, that's tough, man. Yeah. Uh, Lions Cowboys. Hold on, no, no, we're not doing that. What's that? Is Tom Brady done or what?
0: We're jumping down to
1: that. Oh, it's, you must be in a
0: different order. I thought you skipped yeah. it on purpose. No, 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 no. Mine's in hmm. different order. Mine's down further. Okay. Go ahead. Do you have Tampa Bay as like one of your favorite teams? That's why it's at the top? No. DS goes by your favorites. No,
1: definitely okay. not. Okay. Fuck. No, Which one do you the want to go? I'm fine. All right. Tom Brady, is he done Let's do or what? It. What's
0: up? 21 to 3 to the I Panthers. Think, I think this team is done. Did this there? team. Mike Evans missed. Besides, the only thing that. He didn't just miss on the autograph. He missed on a wide open, like 60-something odd-yard touchdown reception. Yeah. There's one that hit him in the hands. He bobbled. There's nobody around him. He was clear-cut. God, was it was nothing there. A tutty, yeah. Tom Brady's not the same. The drive is not there. The whole team, you lost to a non-Christian McCaffrey owning team with P.J. Walker at the helm, with two running backs that diced you up that were non-starters last week. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, yes, it was uh, on the road, but it doesn't matter. That was a one-win team, and you're supposed to be a Super Bowl contender. Yes, he is done. Definitely done. He, Him and Aaron Rodgers are doing
1: the same thing this year. Yep. I don't know if you see this or not, but Mike Evans, 15 targets. Chris Godwin, 13, next best five. Okay? All the targets are going to the two guys. Those are the only two guys you trust, and you hey, can't play like that.
0: You can't but I got to contradict you a little bit on that one. He wasn't even given Mike Evans that many targets before, so it's awesome awesome to see that. But it's almost like he doesn't know how to ball without a dominant tight end. Yes. That's what it looks like. It looks like he, or that true, I I don't know, something just isn't right, something isn't right here. He He doesn't throw to his tight ends anyways. I mean, he doesn't have bad tight ends. Kyle Rudolph is not a bad tight end. You're going to sit there and tell even at this age, that he can't do that from, like, produce something for you. Something isn't right there. The dude should just quit. He really should right now, and I mean that. I mean, like, literally he should walk away and just be like, hey, you know what, I'm not doing this team a service right now. My mind isn't right. He'd still be leaving kind of on top. Yes, the record doesn't show that. They just lost to the Little Panthers. But right now, his season stats are nineteen hundred yards, eight touchdowns, and one interception. It isn't like he's showing that he can't play the game anymore. He's not there between the ears, Danny. Right? Totally. So he's not. He's not at all. He's not engaged. He doesn't
1: have the respect from the team that he has always had up until this year. Yeah. He needs to just walk away before you don't make the playoffs and you maybe finish towards the bottom of the division this year under they, the Falcons.
0: Okay. Like who's he gonna blame on this one? Because he only got touched three times in this game. One sack. Yep. One sack, and he got hit three times. Yep. That's it. Yep, I, agree. So who, I, like, I don't know what else you can do here. I honestly think this was more like Bruce Arians wasn't getting enough love and respect anyways because he's also – we've talked about this. Yeah. Todd Bowles is too much of a player's coach. Bruce Arians is a player's coach, but he has no problem laying the law down. Like, this is still my team. We're going to do what I say, whether you like it or not.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, no matter what Tom says – that's the reason he's gone. It's that's exactly why because so, he
0: didn't want to sit there and battle, battle Bruce Arians. It's Blaine Gabbert time, baby. Bring him in. Bring him in. He yep. didn't. Now, believe it or not, Blaine Gabbert didn't look bad with them last. Now it's a different offensive of play caller necessarily. Not right now, but or is left which still down there? Mm-hmm. Okay, it is still left which. I'm yeah. thinking of another one. My bad. It is still left which, but still, Blaine Gabbert looked just fine with that team. Actually, you know. Yep. But yeah, uh, then let's roll. We won't even go down to that other one. Let's go right up to the other struggling quarterback too, and their franchise, the Commanders. And I called this one. You did, sir. You commanders pull the upset at home against the Packers, twenty-three to twenty-one. The Commanders are three and four. You know who also is three and four, Danny? Who, Jimmer? The Green Bay Packers. Let's go. Uh, Taylor Heineke who just knows how to just win he's like washington's quarterback that they don't want but every time he comes in he kind of just produces enough for him yeah doesn't always look pretty but it came down to the end and they end up winning terry McLaurin had a swag and every time he caught a ball he would look right dead square at um oh boy their um their corner their corner 23 you it, know it's just getting now it's escaping me right now um See if I can bring it up. Now it's going to bug the shit out of me.
1: But, yeah, he brought some bravado, dude. Every time. Just yeah. stare
0: down and there was no fear. And he went to him late in the game when the game needed to be sealed. The Packers are in serious, serious trouble. I said that he would think about retiring after this game if he lost to the Commanders. I am telling you, he may have, like, that might have been a half-assed joke. What I'm very serious about. Is we may see a Russell Wilson esque type of injury because we already seen it with the thumb. Did you hear that in this game too? His yeah. thumb, his thumb got banged. It's up, from
1: so. the, it was from the last game. Yeah, it's from the last yeah.
0: game. You know, it, but it's not every throw. Did you hear that? Exactly. Not yeah. every throw doesn't feel uncomfortable. Doesn't I'm like how does sense. that make any sense? Because yeah. your your thumb is part of this every throw. Yep. I don't care what you say. I, I don't give a shit if you have the world's greatest. I don't care if Peyton Manning walked in here and told me that, that that's true. Yeah, it could be never uh, not every throw. Bullshit. Not with your thumb. You can say your middle finger is something where it necessarily isn't all the pressure on him. but um, Listen, they only ran the ball 12 times, too. This wasn't a blowout. No. He he doesn't know how to stay out of his own way. That's Matt LaFleur, too. I've known for quite a while that Matt LaFleur is overrated. Nobody else wants to say that. Nobody else wanted to admit it. Nobody, oh, yeah, what are you talking about? And it's hard to argue when they were going 13-3 and and, you know, shit like that. But I'm like, this is Aaron Rodgers at his peak with Devontae Adams, and nobody knows how to pin that guy down. And then the rest of the weapons around, him, and then the defense was on fire. I'm like, once this stuff starts crumbling, this guy's scheme is not good enough to get other guys involved. Right? It's not. You see him doing these little fucking bubble screens, and you don't know, not bubble screens. The um the what the hell is that called when they come down into the either the tight end wide receiver comes down in there and the, like the pitch one, like right. Do, you know what I'm talking about? Like yeah. Fling the ball. I can't remember what the hell it's called off the top of my head. We're supposed to be experts in this, Danny. <laughs> Jesus, but the, the shuttle pass. Shovel pass, sorry. yeah, Shovel pass. <laughs> you know, shit like that. And we're just seeing like they're crappy plays. And I think this is play calling more than it is like a bunch of rookies. You can scheme guys open. You really can. Like you can help your rookies out. He also gives them no love. Romeo Dobbs had no catches in this game. I don't even know if he got targeted.
1: Um, Romeo Dobbs. Yeah, four targets. Four
0: wampin targets. Yep, no catch. He did have one off of his hands. He did drop one early on. I do remember seeing that one. That was clearly him. But there's no trust. The old Aaron Rodgers. There's plenty of times that they pointed out in this game that they he would have a, sh- a wide receiver, including a veteran, um, Watkins, break loose at the end and. Aaron Rodgers didn't have trust in his line enough to hold on for the ball for one extra second, and he zinged the ball for a slant. And Watkins is wide, wide open for, like, down-the-field touchdown. That uh, that pass ended up getting uh, bobbled and dropped. Fuck, the other one. You know, like, yeah. there's no trust. He has no trust in the offensive line, even when they have plenty. There's plenty of pocket there in a lot of his. There's no trust in his weapons that he does have. The play calling isn't helping anybody in any way, shape, or form, like you alluded to in the run game.
1: Yeah, in Washington, uh, they ran the ball down the throat. The Packers' defense does not look to be what it's all cracked up to be at the beginning of the year.
0: No. Right? Jair Alexander, Jesus.
1: So I don't think –
0: yeah, man. They don't look good. They've got a tough schedule coming up. If they lose another game, are they out of this division? And Minnesota wins. We'll say, and Minnesota wins. That would be six and one to three and five. You know, I'll say yes. And it's
1: not necessarily because I'm a Vikings fan and I think, oh, we should be fine the rest of the year. I don't see that. I haven't seen anything great from the Packers this year. There you go. To where they're going to be able to come back and make up for what they've done or do anything different. It's only getting worse.
0: So, unless they bring in. I don't even know if one player can do it now. The more I keep seeing this, if they brought in somebody like DJ Moore, it could be a huge upgrade, and they DJ could DJ or OB? A run. Yeah, they could. I don't even know yeah. if it's that anymore though, because he's not. Like I said, Sammy Watkins was open. There was a few times where some of these wide receivers were wide open for deep, deep shots, and he just doesn't have the trust in anybody right now. Offensive yeah. line, especially too.
1: Yeah, we just gotta we gotta be careful with Rodgers because he's still an all time great. When he if he happens to get that spark in his eye again. Like, DJ comes back, for whatever reason, Aaron decides to flip the switch. Yeah. They could make a run, dude. He is that good, so I hope they don't. But I don't want to write him off quite yet.
0: There we go. Uh, Lions, Cowboys. The score is going to say something more than what it actually was. And that is 24 to 24-6. Did you watch this game? No. Nope, did not. Uh, this is one of the ones I was flipping back and forth on. Huh? Jared Goff did have two interceptions. A couple of them was one of them off of the hands. I think they, I think they were off the hands. Some bobbled stuff. Um, the the Lions shot themselves in the foot more often than the Cowboys actually ran away with this. There were a lot of turnovers. There was, in fact, my fantasy, my fantasy defense is the Cowboys, and they got me thirty three. So that that should tell you enough. Yeah. Now, Zeke has had a little bit more of a resurgence lately. Not in the sense of what you're used to seeing. Not like the 150 and a touch or 100, 120 and two touches, but he's been steadily getting, you know, that I don't know. In this one he had 57 and two touchdowns. Dak wasn't anything special in this game. But he also needed he he's a little rusty. I will give him that. And he finally got himself a touchdown. That's what I wanted to talk about. The game a courtesy one. They were down to like the two, three yard line. They probably should have ran it. Guarantee they're like, all right, come on. You, we got to get him feeling good about this, too. It's like late in the game, and uh, they I think they did a play action. He was able to hit like his tight end in the end zone. I think that's who got it. Yeah, Hender shot game of courtesy one, which helped me in fantasy also because I do have him as my fantasy quarterback. Yeah, you'll take it. Is even at one and five. I don't think this says anything about the Cowboys, does it to you, except for maybe the defense?
1: Uh, no, the defense, I expected the Lions not to be able to do much, but the Cowboys, they okay, they scored 24, so that looks great, but they didn't do that much against that worst NFL defense right now. So yeah. they should have beaten them up more. Dak's coming back. He's rusty, so there could mm-hmm. be that. But this is a, yeah, basically how we figured this game would go, right?
0: Right. So... My question for you is, do you still believe, even at one and five, do you still believe that their head coach is still the head coach of the future for them, for the Lions? For now, yeah. They are still banged up, too, let's remember. I mean, they still didn't – I don't think they had DeAndre for this game. Uh, St. Brown left this game. For now. I just – in a few more games,
1: I think we'll be able to tell better, but – I would be so disappointed. How many times have we been like, man, this is the first year I felt good about the Lions. I think they're going to start turning the corner. They're right now the worst team in the NFL as far as the record goes. If they somehow still ended up with that number one pick, man, that would be fucking insane. So I, I don't know. I don't think the coach is on the chopping block yet, but next few games, if they keep struggling,
0: yeah, he could be. Thank you. Boom, boom. I, th- I think so I don't know about chopping block like I just I still feel like he still has something with the team they need to get healthy and they need some other pieces yet yeah I want to see what he can do with the defense that's the only thing, part that concerns me is this offensive role and that dude may actually have a job their offense coordinator may have a job outside of this yeah definitely good right uh let's see where do you want to roll
1: next? Oh, Giants-Jags was no big deal. Um, we kind of figured it'd be close. Yep. Giants pulled it out. Six and one New York Giants, Jimmer. Man, you're just being one year early on this shit. I buddy. know,
0: but I'll ride it. I'm still getting I'm still getting the love for this one. One thing I got to touch on that one is, did you see how that one ended, though? No. So, Lawrence hit, uh, I can't remember who the receiver was. He They marched on the field. He hit a receiver. He's probably about seven yards from the end zone. Maybe six yards. And he drove, and it looked like he was he was almost there. He was within like a yard or two, a yard or two, and they stopped him just right there, ran out of time. Oh, I
1: did see that, right? Yes. Right, just yes.
0: ran out of time. So they were driving down the field, too. Still feeling good about the Jaguars. Feels like they still have some fight in them. Looks like they're going in the right direction. But the Giants, there's just something magical about them this year. They're just doing enough, right? Yeah,
1: they're getting those wins, man.
0: Uh. Colton's Tight Titans, we kinda well, we already did touch on that enough. How about yeah. that? It was nineteen ten. It was nothing spectacular. Uh, Jets, Broncos. We'll touch on this quick. Sixteen to nine. This is what Brett Ripien, in at quarterback. Your muscle hamster was out. Brees Hall had four carries for seventy two yards and a touchdown in this game before he went out. Yeah. He was Let me ball. say that again. Four carries for seventy two yards. Yeah, dude. It's
1: too bad. Um, the Broncos look rough. Uh, I think Russ might be sitting for more than just that one game. That's for sure. He's got a lot of healing to do. But yeah,
0: Jets look good too, man. Five and two, this, man. The football city this year, huh? Yeah. Well, the quick toucher on this one is I want to give you a little, a little bit more. I guess uh, Marshawn Lynch and Juan Sherman were having a video conversation talking about. Evidently, for as long as they can remember, anytime they wanted to talk to Russell, they would have to talk through his team, as in like his manager, his whatever, you know, like. Really. Yeah, he's never been one of the boys. He did. He did this to himself. I'm like, that's not a dude that sounds like a very humble person. A third round pick that short had to fight his way up. Like, who are you to if that's that's coming from two guys? This is on Pat McAfee's Show. Pat's like, wow. dude, when you're part of a team, the Brotherhood, I'm telling you right now, you have all of each other's numbers and you talk to each other directly. He's like, I talked to Peyton fucking Manning. I'm the punter. He's like, I talked to Peyton's dad. I can shoot Peyton's dad a text. He's like, I, I have, there's some of these guys I have no business ever knowing or knowing them or being part, being in their phone book. He's like, but when you're a team, when you're one of the guys, you, you know each other's like, you just, you talk. He's like, fuck. Evidently, Russell Wilson is not like this.
1: That helps me so much. I know it
0: does. So I had to give you that. I need you to look that up when you get a shot. Man, I will. Well, as soon as we're off, you. I'm not you, surprised. He seems like look that. Look that up. It's both of them talking, Marshawn Lynch and uh, Richard Sherman, and then they go into this, and he's, and then Pat McAfee talks about his experience too in the NFL. He's like, I, he's like, there's guys I still talk to. He's like, there's never been a team that I don't have their, I don't have the guy's number, and I can text them, and they would actually answer me. He's like, Peyton will answer me. We were guys, you know, like we were part of a team.
1: Right. That says a lot. Yeah, man.
0: But I knew you'd enjoy that part. Uh, Broncos in trouble. Jets are just trending up, dude. I don't know if they games like this may not look like they're important, especially against a backup quarterback. But you went up to the Broncos against that defense, in that environment, thin air, and you still won.
1: Yeah, hundred percent, man. It's
0: really cool to see. Um, Raiders Texans. Raiders finally have a beatdown of a team.
1: Josh Jacobs just fucking balling out. Three touchdowns, right? Mm-hmm. Just uh, he, going into the weekend, mm-hmm. Vegas had it right, too. Like, he was by far and away the one player that was guaranteed to score a touchdown. Like, you would almost lose money if you bet on him to score a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And he drops fucking dong on the Texans. Um, Texans trending down. Raiders,
0: uh, I still don't know. Texans aren't looking good. Well, let uh, me give you the one, though. What's up? You should definitely take Josh Jacobs next year in fantasy number one overall. 100%. You know I'm being a smart ass. Do it all day. Man, I'm telling you too. This is a contract here, gentlemen, and I didn't realize that. Watch out, running backs with contract here. This dude will not have an injury all season miraculously, even though he's had nothing but unhealthy seasons the rest of his career. Did not realize that it was. Well, they and they early... have committed to it too. I'm yeah, not, I'm not saying yeah. he's still not balling. Out. I'm not trying to take away anything. I shouldn't I shouldn't emphasize this because. He's playing at a different level. They were giving him carries in the previous years, too, even when he was healthy, and he wasn't doing this. Yeah, agreed. So, yes, I will say that 1,000%. But you're so, yeah. you're seeing – is it weird that it's always in a contract here that these guys just, like, spark her up to another one? This is stupid numbers, and they're winning. I mean, not I shouldn't say winning. Like, they should do this, but the Texans have been scrappy with everyone. They, they put them away in the fourth easily.
1: Yeah, agreed. No, don't take Josh Jacobs first next year, for the record. Um, but I thought Jimmer was actually buying into that. I'm like, all right, (laughs) no, (laughs) absolutely not.
0: Uh, Seahawks chargers, maybe the biggest surprise to some, maybe not to some people, to some people, man, we got some, uh,
1: whiskey to put down right now, ladies
0: and gentlemen, I got a double because of this, because I said the favorite should be, I'm no longer biting on this, Danny. You know something that You're part of the NFL conspiracy You got the in.
1: This is the second time this year That I picked Seahawks To win a game Where you're like There's no fucking chance Yeah But I More importantly The Seahawks look good Chargers do not look great You're I don't know Probably top three Favorite quarterback Justin Herbert Do you know his record As a starter right now
0: Please tell me Or don't tell me 500 Silly question Is it his fault? Yeah,
1: he's got to take some of that Okay. Yeah, I mean You are, like a lot of people And I don't think he's a bad quarterback So this isn't me bashing him But people try to put him in the Holmes conversation And Josh Allen And, you know, um, all these guys And he has not I mean, he's putting up stats, don't get me wrong
0: But he has not What I'm getting at is He's not winning Oh, man, it's so horrible We'll touch on that. 37-23 was a score, so it wasn't even close, by the way.
1: Yeah, Seahawks beat him up. Kenneth Walker had a big game, 23
0: for 168. And two, two touchdowns. They may have the running back of the future, my friend. Like legitimately not like this little we're putting a rosh-posh uh, bunch of players together just to make it through the season. They're competing. They're working themselves out of – that management is not happy right now. I promise you that. They're working themselves out of the number one pick.
1: 100%, man. Like, they need They lead that division. Yeah. They are number 1 in their division right now. How fucking nuts it's is that? It's so
0: silly. Um 3723. The Herbert one is where where I have to disagree with you at is this is this is 70% on can I I'll just say everybody else. I I'm not trying to like pull away from him, but they don't know how to run the ball. And what I mean by that is a commitment to run the ball. They never they they won't stick with it. It's a play calling. They won't they they have this guy. There's literally an over-under on this guy that is a slam dunk almost every week if you look at it. It's like forty what was it, thirty-seven pass attempts. Dude has 40 plus every week. No problem. He has fifty-one this week. That's true. You know, they weren't they weren't down. It was twenty-seven to twenty-three the start like through the third. Through the third. They didn't get the right no sorry 14 24 it was 24 to yeah sorry 24 to 14 and then through the third the Seahawks got an extra field goal out of there but you're still throwing the ball 51 times this is the reason why I'm not sold on Austin Eckler this is also part of the problem because I don't think he's a pure running back in the sense of I need you to run the ball 25 times I don't care about the receptions because we don't want to we want you to literally ground control this shit We're not going to have our quarterback back there throwing it, too. Um, That's the reason why, like, I think a lot of it is that the defense hasn't been healthy. And when they were healthy, they weren't playing good anyways. There's different instances of this. They haven't had their full receiving squad. I think he's getting some of that Phillip Rivers unfortunate events is what I'm getting at.
1: He's definitely getting a lot of bad luck. And this year, that defense is not what we thought they were going to be. Yeah we fully expected them to be world beaters this year and they're not in the same universe as Denver. Right. Right. So the defense is terrible. Um going against that Seattle offense. That's why I really thought Seattle could win this. I don't think there's enough on offense. that's healthy for the chargers. Yeah. So that's why I went with it. Um, Her- Herbert's a good quarterback. I don't have a problem with him. I did think it was interesting though. He's 500 in his career. That's a big surprise to me. Yeah.
0: That, that is a surprise mm-hmm. to me too, but yeah,
1: but that's it, man. I'll take that win over the week. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. All right. Here's a legit question. Yep. Does Seattle have a chance to win that division this year? Legitimately.
0: Or oh, shit.
1: if you say no to make the playoffs.
0: I don't know if I can say that anymore. Are the 49ers doing anything that is so scary? Right. Are the Rams. The Rams have a clear-cut weakness. Yeah. A clear-cut weakness among maybe even a few others.
1: I honestly think Seattle looks better than the Rams right now, for sure. Besides their weakness.
0: Gino is playing. I'm telling you right now that you don't want to face – you still want to face anybody up in Seattle. I don't know if – put your feet down. (laughs) Uh, um, I don't know if anyone in that division is that intimidating and that scary right now. Maybe the 49ers, but we're sitting there still trying to go with this, thinking that it should be. And I, I don't like Grappolo anyway, so I think that's going to be their Achilles heel. I don't think anyone else, nobody else is, wants to argue with me about or they do want to argue with me about it, but they're not sold on what I'm trying to pitch here. The Rams, you're holding out hope. will sit there and do it, but they need an offensive line to figure something out. His arm isn't looking right. I don't know. I might be there with you. And the Cardinals,
1: Yeah, exactly. So, yeah,
0: I, I'm not going to say they're out. Yeah,
1: I think they have a shot to win the division. Uh, we're gonna see some changes in San Francisco, so I'm curious what that looks like. Yep. How good they really can be. Yep. Um, the problem is their defense, right? I I feel like people, teams can score 40 on them pretty easy. On the Niners? So, no, on the Seahawks. On the Seahawks. Yeah. If yeah. the Niners can stay healthy on defense, they should be okay yeah, there. Yeah. Should be. But the Seahawks. But they, I think they legit. They're playing better than a lot of teams, man. They could, if not win the division, they could make the playoffs at least.
0: So. God. Oh, the NFC. The NFC has been a little questionable. So I'm um, yeah. I, so that one, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no because I think there's some teams that are gonna pull their heads out of the asses when the second half starts getting around here. But could they win the division? So that's what I'm getting at. So that sounds corny. That sounds weird. I think they're not out of the realm of the division, but that's only because if the division kind of stays right where it's at and they all move around the same thing, kind of around the. 500 and they'll move up to that you know let's say the seahawks win this when at nine and eight or some shit win their division at nine and eight i think some of these other teams are gonna start pulling there i think i don't know if green bay is going to be i don't know actually i'm lost it's that it's, nfc east is gonna put three teams in it's crazy that we can even
1: have this conversation yeah it's That's insane point, actually right? i'm
0: just throwing myself for a loop actually you know what yeah I just can't believe the Rams are leaving them in this conversation. I can't believe the Niners are. They should be it should be a two horse race up there. Yeah. An the outside shot of the Cardinals if they can figure figure something out. I mean, the Seahawks shouldn't be above them. <laughs> right. Right? Right. So, Chiefs get her done though. 44 to 23. I shouldn't um he distributed the ball pretty damn well in this game to many receivers. Yeah. Juju had a day. So did uh UC Hardman. Yeah, Miko did too. Yeah. They three touchdowns, right? Two
1: in the first half, yeah. I think, and then a third later. Yeah, he had a game which is, man. Yeah. If he could, if they, I should say, if they could do this every week where they distribute, they're they're impossible, right? Yep. So that's what we've been waiting for. We didn't know if they could do it. They did against the Niners. Let's see if they can keep doing it.
0: I'm starting to get a little more sold. I'll leave it. I'm not, I'm going to try my best not to beat up on them on a regular basis, and this helped prove that right there. You went to the Niners. I thought it'd be a flip-flop game because of the Garoppolo thing. Nope. You've helped back my story on Jimmy G. Thank you.
1: They are the class of that division, too.
0: Chiefs? Yeah. Yeah. There's champions or champions, bro. Sometimes yeah. I don't give enough respect to that in the sense that from year to year, like you need to knock them off, not the other way around. Yeah. You know. Um you guys are still chasing them at the end of the day. Until you do that, it doesn't matter how many moves you ha- that happen cuz all of you guys made moves that haven't done shit. Yep. They're still the cream of that crop, right? Agreed. Uh with a Hall of Fame with a Hall of Fame coach too. Uh Steelers Dolphins. This game was a lot closer than the Dolphins would like, even though it didn't look like it was, like on paper or stats or it's kind of weird. Sixteen to ten. Good to see Tunk Viola back out there. He looked he he looked pretty decent on his way back, to me. Um the Steelers just kinda I don't know how to explain it. So they, nobody scored in the second half. All those, that 26 points total all came in the first half. Yep. I don't know how to explain it because I watched most of it. It's just inopportune. I think there must have been a million flags up in this. You know, there wasn't, um, there weren't a bunch of sacks that Pittsburgh line actually didn't do a horrible job.
1: No. I, they're
0: still not creating running lanes, though. Let's make that clear. They're not making huge running lanes for your guy, Najee. Not at all. They,
1: they own time of possession, 33-26. to 26. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Pittsburgh did. But when you look at the stats, the reason they lost is because Kenny Pickett threw three picks. Yeah. If he didn't do that, Pittsburgh
0: might have won this game. But these are, to me, these are games that need to get out of the way for for the Kenny, Steelers, uh, for Kenny yeah. and the Steelers. Yep. This isn't a loss for you guys, believe it or not. The fact that you stayed in this game, he still swung. You need to just keep his confidence up. Now, this is his job. This is Mike Tomlin's job to keep his confidence up. But like this he'll might do be that, a I think. Huh? I think he'll do that too. This yeah, a good keep coach, it, yeah. yeah, keep it up there be like no, bro. This may be a loss in the book, but this is a win for us mentally. For your growth, believe me. You will we will be just fine. Yeah. Cuz some of these were his own his own doing. Some of them were I think there's at least one tipped. And George Pickens, okay, like he's going to be their Jesus. next like stud wide receiver that comes out of there, right? Like yeah. Jesus. Another beautiful touchdown. He had he had the he had the touchdown for the Steelers. It was a beautiful catch also. Total corner of the end zone. Yep. And I don't yeah, I was gonna look at it. I didn't see it else there. And then of course the Monday night game, which I thought was gonna be a joke. I did not watch this game. I did not turn it on and not I didn't even look it on my phone to see what the score was. Had no interest. Woke up this morning in shock, thirty three to fourteen. And Justin Fields switched to running back at some point. Fourteen carries, eighty two yards, and a touchdown. Yeah,
1: man. Wow. They must have had some special teams or defensive touchdowns because they only had three on offense, it looks like. One, two, three. Yeah. So I don't know where, if it was special teams or not. Maybe they had a pick six or a couple. Uh, <laughs> but man, yeah, they've. I did not. I don't. It could have been a coin flip to win. You know who wins this game? I would have picked the Patriots. Yeah. But I did not expect a 33 to 14 ball
0: game at all. I think these were just getting kind of where they were placed. Like who recovered in? Like recovered them. They actually turned them into touchdowns. I don't see. So one on the ground, one in the air, another by Montgomery on the ground. So there's three. Twenty-one. So the must must the rest must have been field goals. Jesus Christ! Yeah, Cairo Cairo Santos had four field goals. That's where, that's where the rest came from. And there's an ad for you.
1: Shitload do. of field goals. All
0: right. Um, I don't know if you get gather much from this. I'm still not sold. Nowhere near on the Bears. That's for damn sure. The only conversation piece is who runs away with this. And did Mac Jones really get a fair shake? Anyway, it's only three series after coming back from so many weeks off. Yeah, it's tough,
1: because that pick he threw, too, when they pulled him, he was off his back foot. He was trying to put something up there. Mm-hmm. Bad pass, but come on, man.
0: And Bailey Zappi also threw two picks, too. You know? right. He might have led some drives for touchdowns, but he had one touchdown himself. He had two. I'm sold on Bailey Zappi, I think, I think because I like the underdog story even more. I like Mac Jones, too. I, I don't yeah. dislike Mac Jones, okay? But it's almost like once you get in... They do need to make a move, and then they need to make another move when they make that call. I'm it's got to be quick. Right? It's got to be quick. Unless you're sticking with Mac Jones, then you can keep them both because yeah. Zappy wasn't going into this thinking he was a starter. But right. if Mac Jones loses his seat, you need to trade him. Yeah. <laughs> there was a video
1: of him sitting before he got pulled in to play the game and they're playing Stacy's mom and he's over there saying it.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Like, oh my God. Pick, pick a it.
1: different song. Got
0: to show. The guy with a little bravado there. Yeah. You know, uh Yeah, and that's what we got Um, I do have a little I don't know if you saw this, Jim Nance is, his, He'll be calling his last NCAA tournament This year
1: It's a big deal That
0: is, kind of sucks you yeah. know. Whenever you see something like that His voice is very recognizable During that time of season yep. During golf, during football And during basketball so,
1: Yeah Gonna miss it,
0: that's yeah, for sure Absolutely you gotta make sense for us.
1: Hmm. Not off the top of my head. Do you have any written down?
0: Uh, let's see. Um, I can go with. What I tell you about my guy. So I told you about the one where I told. Okay, I'm talking about that new guy. So I told you about the one with uh his, uh the water one. Yeah. Versus his COVID, right? Yep. I told you about uh, not masturbating as much. Yep. Did I tell you anything about the corn? No. The feeder corn. You've
1: told two so far. So
0: Okay. Round three. New guy. So walking the road outside of work. Makes sense if you don't think about it. He's been in Iowa most of his life, actually. He just lived in Council Bluffs for most of it. He moved over here about four years ago, I want to say. Something like that, he told me. It uh, makes a lot more money over here versus what the cost of rent and all that stuff costs over here. It's all a huge deal. Well, I don't know if he. I don't know. This is such a weird one. So along our road, there's a bunch of corn. It's feeder corn or whatever. You used to sell equipment for people that would harvest, right? And he goes over. He grabs the ear off there and he starts like pulling it back while I'm walking the road. And he's like, "Is this edible?" Like, not really. I mean, anything's edible, but not <laughs> really. I mean, it's feeder corn or it's ethanol corn, whichever way you want to call it, but it's grain. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Well, I was, what do you mean by that? I'm like, are you kidding right now? Like, I know you're <laughs> young. He's like 24, I want to say. But still, oh, like, you've been around long enough that you kind of know something about that, right? This dude proceeds to, and then he snaps it in half, right? The corn cob with the corn. And he starts plucking them off, and then he, he's like, are you sure? I'm like yes. What's well, this guy decide to do? No. So before we get to that, before we get to the the, the weird part or the net the real real weird part, I t- I start giving him a little education on corn. Corn in general, I don't know if you know what the size of corn is supposed to be, in real life. If it wasn't uh, modified, if you want to say like when it first uh, became established, it was probably about like that big,
1: with just a few kernels on it. Yeah. Yep.
0: Right. Through modifications, throughout uh, throughout life, and decades and decades and decades. You know what corn is now, right? He's like, well, he's like, that's crazy. I show him a picture and the whole thing. He's like, that's crazy. He's like, peeling this off. And we're walking the road. So there's like a trail of fucking corn. He's like, are you sure? Like, yes, I know. what I live in Iowa. Yeah, I know what the. He pops one in his mouth. He starts. Starts chewing yeah, oh, no, that don't taste very good. I'm like, dude, are you kidding Shut me right now? He's like, that's just crazy. We have so much of that just growing everywhere and you can't even eat it. Eventually you can eat it. I'm like, oh my God. I'm giving a I'm giving a life lesson. And like he's not taking my word anyway, because he's obviously trying. By the way, we're walking all the way up to the break room, all the way through the road, and we have a trail of corn walking all the way up. Jeez. So thank God we weren't trying to hide from, like, an active shooter or anything because they would have had a trail exactly where the fuck we were. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to taste a little different, bro. So my words of wisdom obviously make sense if you don't think about it. Your words of wisdom for me on this one is if you ask somebody, somebody older than you or someone older, who you believe has more experience or has the right answer or something for your question. Either a don't ask them unless you truly believe what they're going to put out or just believe what they say, because why would you ask in the first place? Right. So you felt like you, like you didn't even have to ask them. Just chew the goddamn corn up then. And by the way, that might be borderline theft because you didn't ask for that corn and that's on someone else's property.
1: Yeah, luckily one isn't going to hurt anybody, but (laughs) I, that's so funny, man. I I don't know how many people don't understand this, but for educational purposes in Iowa, we grow a shitload of corn, right? We got millions of acres in the state of Iowa, 90, and this is a case around the world really, but 90 plus percent Mm -hmm. of what is grown is not for you to just eat. Mm -hmm. It's not for human consumption. It's meant to be grain. It's meant to be potentially going to ethanol, um, maybe feed for livestock shit like that. Yep. So like your, uh, cereals, your potato chips, all that stuff that comes from like corn, wheat, some kind of grain like that. Yep. It is not meant to be just taken off and eaten. The shit's right down corn. specifically. It's not, yes. Yeah. For that reason. Right. So man, that's funny. I mean, if you want to take a bite, it's not going to taste right. Like what but you then think. you're
0: going to sit there and do like have, it like, are, are you sure? And like, why'd you ask me? And you, by the way, we're in the era of smartphones. You can look this shit up yourself if you don't believe me either. Right. You know, it's not necessary. I'm like, yeah, you can eat it. I didn't say you can eat it. I wouldn't eat it. Yeah, you can eat grass too, bro. I yeah, mean, you can. That's, you want that's to edible. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, Just Jesus Christ. Good Lord. Yeah.
1: That's wild. Especially you, you're just like, I just told you. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. All right. Here we yeah. go. Should have recorded it. I would have loved that.
0: Uh, sometimes you don't get time when dumb dumb shit just happens in front of you you just like oh my god you're like brain fart for can you give me a butt. can you give me a warning so i can record for my boys right so you can see their shit yeah we'll put this on youtube too yeah. bro no big deal
1: well uh that definitely makes sense if you don't think yeah. about it by the way 100
0: percent. but we're
1: gonna go ahead and start to get out of here so any of you beautiful people out there if you happen to find us on the interwebs make sure you like subscribe share give us a rating it really helps kind of improve the reach and things. Uh, But speaking of that, where's the podcast available, Jimmer?
0: Anywhere and everywhere that you listen to podcasts. uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and YouTube. 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 YouTube.
1: Absolutely. And uh, let's say we've got one of our listeners out there. They're like, God damn, they tell a lot of funny stories. They want us to share. What should they do, Jimmer?
0: Hit our DMs. Yeah, hit us up on Instagram, on Facebook, uh, Twitter, anywhere. Doesn't matter. Hit, up us, hit us up on our personal one until yeah, tell we're tell her real, but just give us a real story. It doesn't have to be funny. It doesn't have to be just a real story, something you witnessed, something that was it was part of your own life. It don't matter. Keep names in, keep names out, whichever way you prefer. Absolutely.
1: And uh, don't forget to check out the app FitBod, okay? You can help yourself get in shape before wintertime comes. Mm. Maybe gain some weight if you want to gain a little bit of muscle, whatever the case. You. Yeah. Sets up your workouts, tells you how much to lift. Even if you work out at home, it'll do everything for you. And use code what, Jimmer?
0: 3GIG for 25%
1: off. 25% off, ladies and gentlemen. FitBod, use code 3GIG today. Get your shit in
0: shape. you. Yeah, yeah.
1: Now, we're going to go ahead and get out of here. So, thank you, everybody, for listening. This is 3GIG Sports. We out.
0: out. No discussions. Yeah. I've been writing. High-side I love this.
1: Start around me, let me look, I got it right.